Well, sounds good. Take your sticking paws off me, you damn dirty ape! Stinky Balls podcast with Scott, with Liam, with Paul. Good afternoon. Afternoon. Ooh, Liam's giving himself a round of applause. Yep. <laughs> Today's episode, 1978 Superman. Oh, good times. I remember them. You were Liam minus wasn't seven. Born, yeah. Mm-hmm. Paul's initial reaction to this worried me. It, it was totally negative, Liam. What, on his first reaction? What did he say? Well, when I introduced it, you know when we do the bit at the end of the show and it's like, okay, next time. And there's me getting excited because it's my favourite superhero movie. Okay. And I was sort of explaining it cryptically without revealing the title. And he knew what it was. And he's looking at me with total disgust. I think I know what this is. And I'm not going to like it. (laughs) He's such a diva. (laughs) (laughs) What's not to like? I said, it's Marlon Brando, it's Christopher Reeve, the greatest Superman. Don't like Superman. And then what was the other one? Is that the one with... The... He'd just done the deep breathing as yeah, well. Yeah, <laughs> is that the one with the alien thing that comes to Earth and blah, blah, blah. What, Superman? Well, the other <laughs> side, there's the thing in four and the one in... The... Oh, oh. He's like really dismissive of it. But we've had a little bit of a chat. Paul has watched it. I've definitely watched it. And... Please just give me some indication of where we're going with this tonight. I, I didn't hate it. Which is better than most of his reactions to be. I mean, I, I, I genuinely value Mr. Darkness Fool's <laughs> views on things. But you can always tell when he doesn't like it, because before, he's, he doesn't have to say anything. If Paul doesn't like what has been suggested, he breathes deeply well, through his nose. He knows, You'll hear... Yeah, he knows what he likes, and he likes what he knows. Yeah. yeah. Now, I wasn't necessarily taking you out of your comfort zone, Paul, with this. It's a movie you'd seen before. Just, yes. just, just it, was, it was a non-movie. Is that what we're saying? It's just you watched it. It um, was in the back of your mind. It yeah. Just As I said, I'm not a huge Superman fan. Full stop. Okay. Um, I've, I've seen them all. Um, all the Christopher Reeves ones, mm-hmm. anyway. I haven't seen a lot of the recent Superman ones. No, you watch one of them matter then. Don't worry about the others. Yeah. Mm. Um, yeah, I didn't have any outstanding memories of it, so uh, 
So it's a pleasant sort of surprise, almost. Pleasant might be a stretch. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, coming. As soon as you said that, I was thinking, no, don't say no, that. No, no. Okay, okay, that'd be interesting. Now, this movie was released before you were born, Liam. Yep, seven years before I was born. So, would you have seen this as a kid? I can understand anything. <laughs> would you have seen it as a kid? I did see it as a kid. So, on TV. And I've not seen it since I was a kid. Okay. Um, yeah, it was. To me, it was the ultimate in. Like, <clears throat> it was probably the first superhero film I ever saw. For most people, probably. Um, would you agree with that? I'd have said. So I didn't get to see yeah, Batman until actual a bit later film. On. Yeah. Yeah. I mean. Obviously, you had your cartoons and your TV yeah, series. Yeah, TV series, because yeah. you, you had Superman and Hulk and TV series that was probably 60s or 70s, but it was repeated there a was lot. There was the George Reeves in the 50s one. There was mm. yeah. Spider-Man. Spider-Man, the TV series in the late 70s. Yeah, you had Hulk. Incredible in Hulk, around about then. Yeah. But it wasn't it Yeah, wasn't I would say business. it must be the big, the first big superhero film. Yeah, got to be. Yeah, and, yeah that's all, all I remember was, I mean, I'd seen... I've seen some of the newer ones, um, and I think I have no like strong like, feelings towards the originals. But it just none of the newer ones. It just didn't feel right because it just wasn't Christopher Reeves, mm. which is strange. And it's nothing to do with the fact that he died. It was. It's like I say with Spider Man. I'm I, each time I go, that's actually a better choice. I know that's a better choice, but with this, I'm like, oh, that's a bad choice. Oh, that's an even worse choice. And it like Brandon Roth. Was it? Brandon Ruff was the one in Superman Returns, but it's, yeah, it's definitive, it's isn't it? Certain people are born to play roles, aren't they? Mm. And this one, I think they got right. I think, the, the, yeah. The clean-cut all-American hero, this yeah. is Christopher he, he Reeves. Genuine, yeah. Um, I'll tell you what, though, because we're going to start rattling into this before we know it. Let's play the trailer. We'll be back after this. Trailer. 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 Kal-El, you do not remember me. I am Jor-El. I am your father. Even though you've been raised as a human being, you are not one of them. You have great powers, only some of which you have discovered. If man gets older and he thinks very differently and things get very clear. And there's one thing I do know, son, and that is you are here for a reason. Easy, miss. I've got you. We're sitting on top of the story of the century here. Who are you? A friend. You are revealed to the world. But you still must keep your secret identity. Why? Your enemies will discover their only way to hurt you by hurting the people you care for. I don't know who you are. Just a friend from another star. Is that how a warped brain like yours gets its kicks? By planning the death of innocent people? No, by causing the death of innocent people. Fire. 
mind over muscle. They can be a great people, Khalil. They wish to be. They only lack the light to show the way. For this reason, above all, I have sent them you, my only son. Superman released on the 14th of December 1978, so it wasn't a summer blockbuster. It was a Christmas movie. How old was you in 1978? Nine. How old was you in 1978? Twelve. Oh. <laughs> Did you say twelve? Yeah. <laughs> I'm younger than him. Just, yeah, yeah. So it was released just prior to Christmas 1978. Directed by Richard Donner, starring, of course, Christopher Reeve and Margot Kidder, Gene Hackman. We've got Ned Beatty in there, Jackie Cooper, Glenn Ford, Trevor Howard. This is a cast list. There's Marlon Brando, for God's sake. You know, this is incredible, this cast list. The briefest of synopsis on IMDb just says, an alien orphan is sent from his dying planet to Earth, where he grows up to become his adoptive home's first and greatest superhero. That sums it up. Yeah. Right, next podcast. I want to hear your thoughts on it because I think you're the anomaly in this at the moment. It's I say I didn't hate it. It's okay. I don't think it's aged well. There's certain bits in there, but I mean, I mean, I would say, um, obviously, this was the first time I've watched it since I was, I'd probably say, under the age of ten. All right. Okay. Um, I was probably the same age as Superman when he got naked. <laughs> so, I was that age. I was that boy. Super baby, yes. Um, but yet yeah, there are bits of it that do not. It doesn't. What's the word? Last the test of time. Um, mm. Which kind of like annoyed me a bit. Not not that the film is any bad. It's more that my memory of that film as a little kid was like he, he was flying and everything. Yeah, but totally in that time, like obviously. Because it was never one of my like ultimate films, so I never really, I never really watched it. Well, it was on TV. I would or not watch it, but it just, yeah. There were certain bits I'm like, oh, I'd never noticed that when I was younger. Mm-hmm. But again, I think it's because we're now spoiled when it comes to cinema, especially with superheroes. We're now so spoiled with what can happen. Anything is possible, right? And and the marketing for this was, you can believe a man could fly. Yeah, that mm-hmm. was the whole marketing pitch. And it's the year after Star Wars. Yeah. Oh, you can blatantly tell. That that's the only thing that kind of annoys me mm-hmm. with this. Is you would think that, and, and I know it's John Williams that done the score for it, but you would think they would just had hangover from Star Wars. There's that thing, right? Hang on. There was a thing that people used to do. Hum the theme to Star Wars. Yeah. Yeah, honestly, and then you know, hum for the years, to Superman, then hum the theme to, to uh, Indiana Jones. Yeah. Yep. And for years, I've done the tune for Superman, not realizing it was Superman. Like I've been sitting there doing this yeah. tune, thinking in my head like it must be from Star Wars. And I was watching <laughs> Superman. I was like, it's the fucking Star Wars. It's the fucking Superman tune. <laughs> but even with like the the space, and I know he's from a different planet, but even with the stars and that exactly like a Star Wars start. Yeah. With the writing, I was like, what? Well, that's when I looked obviously the years and thinking, oh, that close after. But that's why John Williams was probably brought in because he proved he was capable of scoring that sort I mean, of spectacle. He, his know? scoring is, is fine. I think it just felt too. Uh, at the beginning, as I look now, it just, I thought, it, it seemed like somebody that, who was it who made it? Sorry? John Richard Donner. Oh, what? Sorry, Roger, the Richard. Richard Donner. Richard Donner. It just felt like he'd gone, Ooh, that, that, that done well. <laughs> 
shall we see what we can do to we've got John Williams from it let's mm. see if we can do something that kind of goes along and then starting on a different planet like that <laughs> you just felt do you know what I mean it had that and it didn't, didn't take away from the film it's just from what you know now yeah. at the time if I'd seen that as a little kid back then I probably wouldn't have connected no we wouldn't dots. have made any connection no. as such so that is raining out there, guys. If you can hear, if you can hear anything, it's Paul's tenement. <laughs> not Paul's had an accident. Yeah. Um, not again. <laughs> so I plug it with a cheese ball. So, Paul, you've watched it for the first time in what thirty years, possibly, probably longer. Uh, thirty years to take back to life. No, probably about thirty years. It um, hasn't aged well. I will agree. There are certain things that. I'm like, ooh, even this time around for me, somebody that's watched yeah. it quite regularly, I was like, oh, the cracks are showing a wee bit here. Mm. Yeah. But uh, on the whole... On the whole, it's an okay film. Mm-hmm. Um, I didn't hate it. Um, I I preferred it when it got to Christopher Reeves as Superman. I thought the first part Small of Smallville bit and the... Yeah, yeah and that... him wearing an awful wig... And this really, is the movie of wigs, by the way. Yeah. To, to be fair, I had forgotten all about that Smallville yeah. star. Mm-hmm. I didn't even know that was in it. So as a kid, oh, right. I just remembered Clark Kent, Super- yeah. Superman, Christopher Reeves, to see that. And it went on for quite a while, didn't yeah, it? Yeah, and I, I, that had gone from my mind, and I'm glad it did, because the star, it didn't need as much explanation as such. And this might be me saying it because I've seen the film before. Yeah. Um, but I just think, and again, the bit that really bugged me was I'm no expert on how fast someone can run. But if they are running super fast, surely they still run like a normal human being, not... Yeah. <laughs> not yeah, like I knew you were going to pick up on me, But so th- that, that was the bit. And I know it's 1978, and but, I know you couldn't run back then. But I was also trying to think of an answer to this, because I there knew isn't you'd one. pick up on it. His feet weren't even on the floor. Have you ever seen a person running at 80 miles an hour? Yes. Yeah, it's the same motion but quicker. Yeah, have you seen a human run? A person at eighty miles an hour might actually run like that for a week. He, he, the because it's more economical. It, it may be. We don't know. I mean, maybe in a thousand years' time when they don't need to touch the floor. But what they've done is they positioned him close to the train, but not on the road, so his feet were covered by grass. Mm. But it was more the fact of they had obviously said to him, and I know this is nineteen seventy-eight that they had said. You just just run, just run. We're gonna yeah. make it look like you run. How did they do it? Well, how did they, they make him run? They, 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 well, like Forrest Gump. He does like Forrest Gump, actually. but with braces on his arms as well. well. What did they do? Was it like the train was going slow? He's running along, but his his feet aren't touching the ground. That's. I mean, what I think they've done. Is he on a crane? I think they've got a crane, and then they've just whatever. And there's a there's a crane on the back of a truck. Running parallel yeah. to the it, it, train. Unless, unless there's a stick holding out of the train. And he's on holding him up. Yeah. That makes more sense for 1978. There's somebody inside the train going. Until they come past the signal post. <laughs> you literally got a couple of guys in there. Doink. <laughs> but the thing is, the reason that it, that shouldn't have ever been in it. Because mm. the whole thing with Superman is, yes, he's faster than a bullet or whatever the fuck yeah, they say. bullet. Speeding bullet. Elite building, but single bound, yeah. The one thing that people don't associate with Superman in the comics or anything is how fast he can run. They mm. associate how fast he can fly, yeah. how strong he is, yeah, his vision, vision and everything yeah. like that. No one ever says he can run fast. That's why the Flash was invented. But he doesn't get 
the flying ability until he gets the ice castle. That's the thing. Which? How the fuck did he find that ice castle? Ice castle. It's in his brain. Ice castle. Ice castle. <laughs> <laughs> <I get it. laughs> what? Sorry. But I, I mean, yes, next, I get that. Next week's film. <laughs> yeah. Adventures in the Ice Castle. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck you now. Um, because he knew, he said... I mean, I know his dad had put in... He, he found the thing in the cellar, in the, in yeah. the barn. Which isn't that Krypton, Kryptonite, that he's found? No, he found, he found the, the, the capsule that he came in. Yeah, but no, he's got the he green found stick a green that he takes stick out yeah. Kryptonite. No, it's not crypto because that would have killed him. Well, that's the thing. What yeah. was in that then? Why it's was just it green? some other green crystal. It's, it's the other knowledge crystal because when he's travelling so, to Earth, he's, he's given like imparted all this knowledge from. His so father. he's okay with his dad's knowledge that's green, but it's kryptonite. Someone else's knowledge that he doesn't like. No, kryptonite's just a another element that he's he's allergic a little to. bit allergic to. Yeah, I'm taking that in histamine, <laughs> <laughs> an anti-kryptamine. But yeah, it was just it was that bit that. The bit of him growing up, it, it didn't need to be as long. You could have had the bit with Marlon Brando and what's happening there, which, again, not long after Star Wars, you would have thought... And by the way, I'm not slating the film because mm. I did, and I do love Christopher Reeve's Superman. He's like my favourite one. But there were sort of bits that, if you know you're going to have to send your kid to a different planet because you're all about to die, when you all start planet crushing in and that... Wouldn't you have jumped in with him? Yeah, you would have even jumped in with him. Or you would have been shitting yourself. Marlon Brando needed to understand he's not the godfather at all times because he was just like walking along like <laughs> guiding his wife like, it's okay, we're all going to die. Don't, don't worry, just follow me. You're part of the family. You're like, it, it's like it didn't have any urgency. Whereas if you look at Star Wars that was just before, yeah. you still had the better acting in it. I mean, I'm not a big fan of Marlon Brando at all. Mm. And especially after reading what happened in that film that him and that director done. The rape scene, <laughs> fucking. But <clears throat> we're gonna have to come into this in a minute. Yeah, we're going. Um, but it just, as Paul said, it didn't need this long-winded, uh, and that's to me. I'll yeah. honestly say that's how shit that beginning is. Is that I forgot it was a beginning of the film. Yeah, I just thought Christopher Reeve started that film. I genuinely oh, didn't know. Right. One hundred percent. Because even when that. he's at college, so he's like eighteen, mm. right. It's still with this young actor with this horrific wig on. Yeah. Yes. Um, Who was a poor actor as well. Really. Uh, and <laughs> then, obviously, the the father dies and the mother goes Martha. walking into a field. <laughs> His mum's Martha. The, the mum... That's the whole thing of Batman v Superman, isn't it? That both mums are called Martha. Wow, DC, you've got no imagination. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and he, he goes off to... Didn't you think, though, his dad died of the most, like... <gasps> He's like that. Oh, did he say arm, something? He yeah. says his arm, and all of a sudden he goes, oh, oh no. no. <laughs> and I'm like, most people are, oh, and they're no, laying on the floor going. Yeah. Or at is, least, Martha! Yeah, it's like, like that. This oh, is Glenn no. Ford, one of the greatest actors and, of the Hollywood's golden age. And like, that's how you see how things have progressed over the and years. And like, I don't know, my superhero son might be able to go run me to a hospital really quickly. Yeah, yeah. or <laughs> yeah. literally the moment he's hit the ground, Superman has like hearing that he can hear yeah. from miles away didn't hear yes he, I know he didn't get he's to fly he's in the barn with the dog so he's, he's in the yeah. barn with the dog so obviously that barn must be made of lead because he couldn't hear depends what he was doing with a dog really, yeah but that's, it just I think if you were to take this film if you took that shitty start away the film would like even with like the um, you'd get another star in, in your rating mm. at the end possibly yeah, yeah. I, I just think it yeah. didn't yeah, need it like, 
as we've just done with the previous film. Just about to an, say, an it, origin, yeah, two origins. Yeah, yeah, an origin story. You either do it properly or just go just, to the yeah. point where they are who they're going to well, be. They did it properly, but it was the limitations of 1978. I think as well, though, that what they've done is that, that they've made that um, the bit of him as a baby longer purely, and I, I will bet any money on this if people were alive to tell us, that it was purely just to please Marlon Brando so he got more screen time. Because his part didn't need all of what he was doing. Well, he's, he's he openly said he doesn't like working, but he likes earning money. So yeah. he does as little as possible when he's yeah, because he got, he got the most money for the least amount of yeah. time yeah. on screen. And he, his point, he's placing it as um, Superman's dad, obviously. It just didn't need... So that could have been any yeah. actor at all. Mm. I just don't think it needed him to be it. And I think oh, no, it, they it, prolonged it because it was, it's him. It was billed as an event movie. Mm. And it certainly was an event yeah. movie. You know, it had all the money thrown at it that Hollywood could muster. And I think as a film, it's good. It's just... Yeah. And at the time, they were filmed back-to-back. Back. One and two were filmed back-to-back. Yeah. Back. Okay, so mm. straight away in episode two, you get General Zod and yeah. all those guys that are cast away at the beginning of the movie. Because you think, well, what's the point of that? They're there for like a yeah. minute and they just, oh, off they go. And obviously, if you were to watch them both... You know, in tandem, it would it would make one big, lovely four hour, and five hour movie. See that bit, I get like with getting rid of Zod and that stuff. Yeah, and knowing it, and if like they had said names, I just felt with that start bit, you didn't need, as Paul said, anybody could have played that role, and you would have been like, so oh, that's how Superman came to go to Earth, and that mm. it just felt like they've gone. We need a star to be in this because at the time Christopher Reeves wasn't a huge was star more than one star because no. Trevor Howard's there so Chris, any Christopher York. Reeves was chosen because he wasn't a star yeah mm. because they back they, when DC knew how they should cast by not picking <laughs> a star some of the people that were possibly going to play that role cool. is quite ridiculous Woody Allen Sylvester Stallone <laughs> a Superman nah. Robert Redford Robert Redford you could yeah, tell yeah possibly yeah um, there's quite a few that were there. Yeah. All the big names, because they wanted a big name, but then the director wanted an unknown, an unknown that would be made synonymous with Superman, yeah. rather than oh, Robert Redford played Superman, but went on to do these other movies. Mm. See, you would think right, and that, that's the great thing about it. Is how have DC Comics not thought to themselves? How did they make the first Superman? Like, if you if people turn around and go. Robert Downey Jr. People make it go, oh, Iron Man. Chris Hemsworth, oh, Thor. Yeah. Christopher Reeves, Superman, the best Superman. But yet, they then move forward to go to Ben Affleck. You're like, oh, the guy from Armageddon. And from, <laughs> yeah. And it's <laughs> yeah, like, hang on a second, you got it right then. Yes. Do it now. Pick yeah. these. Because Christopher Reeves, I don't give a shit what technology there is. Christopher Reeves is Superman. Yes. No one comes close to it. He has that and... Regardless of the stupid identity of just a pair of glasses and a twirly bit of hair, <laughs> and the sla- and the slouch shoulders, I think it works. It, uh, yeah, I would never have known it was. I him. think it works. Yeah, but it's just Christopher Reeves is everything about him is Superman. Hmm. It, I mean, the only other role he could have played if it was if they'd done a Captain America film back then, because yeah. he has that as you yeah. mentioned that clean cut all that all American hero, yeah. uh, and it, he's superb for that role. Yeah. And who's that woman um, the, that's with Gene Hackman in it? What's her name? Oh, oh um, Miss Tessmacher. Yeah. She was nice, wasn't she, back in the day? That's Valerie Perrine. She was in... 
oh, there was a science fiction thing she did a couple of years before, but yeah, yeah especially near the end when they were trying to uh, get the missiles re. Yeah, suggesting the blonde. Yeah, yeah, she was. Uh, as a uh, teenage boy watching that for the first time, I probably enjoyed that. <laughs> <laughs> Furiously. <laughs> Faster than the speedy bullet. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, as we were saying, I think just just being picky that the start didn't need to be that way. And I know it's easy to look back and say it. And at the time, with Star Wars being before, which has a more of a longer introduction to bits mm. and... But it worked with Star Wars because mm. people didn't know it. Yeah, it was set in the story of all the yeah. different things that were going to come together. Before he gets the tattoo. Yeah. yeah. Whereas Superman, being a comic from, what, the 30s? 38 yeah. first came out. It was people that would have wanted to see it would have kind of already known a little bit. I think what I think everyone to... knew Superman from especially the TV series of course as they well. Did. Yeah, yeah. It's the old George Which Reeves is why it was such a huge hit. Yeah. And... I think it's this whole thing about it being an event movie. Mm. It's like they've seen the success of Star Wars. They've seen the technology that's now available. Yeah. yeah. And it's like, do you know what? We could probably bring this comic book to life a bit now. We could probably do this without him looking like a man on the string. Yeah. And it does work. The special effects do work. Apparently, the production crew cried the first time he actually flew. Because it was so advanced and so good, they managed to make it work. They, yeah. It was on a pole that he was on a pole, and it was the cameras that done the moving rather yeah. than the actual. God, yeah, rather than back, back like, in the day, I remember seeing loads of strings. How you made films, and it yeah. was like like a little crane sort of things. Anything sitting up, holding the person, the cameras would pan round. Yeah. to make it. Yeah. Which again, I fully understand. It's mm. 1978. They didn't, and the crazy thing is to think of more. How much has progressed and excelled in what is actually a short amount of time? Yeah. To now having films where you could watch Superman in 1978 to um, Endgame last year, and you would literally be like, in this short time, you've managed to make it. We have now got it possible, right? That's God bless him, Christopher Reeve has passed away. He could appear in the next fucking Marvel movie. Mm. Yeah, easily. So as a CGI character. Yeah. yeah. He could appear in it. We've seen it with well, Princess Leia and all yep. that sort of stuff, haven't we? You know. But for the time, we fully agree. There are some dodgy bits. Yes, oh, towards the are. end with the yeah. rocket and the you know chasing the, the nuclear missile and all yeah. of that. It's, yeah. it's the old green screen shit. Yeah, we're gonna get that. I, I was watching it with two minds, mm. and that one was picking holes in it because you can because yeah. it is that old. Yeah. And the other was, no, this was made in 78, so I've got to appreciate the fact that at the time this was advanced, more advanced than any other film that they'd seen. Did you get invested in the story? Did you like, oh, actually, it's, when it gets to when it gets to the Daily Planet, say, right, we've got I, I, Lois Lane, we've got Jimmy oh, Olsen, we've got all yeah. of this happening now, and it's like, okay, we've got some character development yeah. now, and it's people we're a bit more familiar with yes. than yeah, young like... Superman with a wig. You know, we, we're now into what we're expecting the movie yeah. to be. I, I, I did, and that's the thing, <clears throat> like Paul said about being in two minds with it, the first thing I'd done was pick a hole and it was that running bit and immediately I was like, just sit and watch the film. Yeah. I thought, don't watch it because you have to, because that's the yeah. thing I find sometimes can make you hate a film is when, when you if, if you get told, right, we're going to watch Superman and then review it mm -hmm. immediately your brain goes I need to see everything the shit about this film plus what I like and in the end you destroy films you've grown up loving mm. yeah 
And I think sometimes it's better to just go, I'm just going to watch this film as a fan of just films. That yeah. I loved Superman at the time. I was a kid. And it did. When it got into Clark Kent, like Christopher Reeves' Clark Kent, I then just started watching the story. Mm. And when there were little corny bits of him flying off and you're like, yeah. well, that's not but, too great. I still thought, but, it's still yeah. Christopher yeah. fucking Reeves. Yeah. <laughs> Superman, because um, obviously I saw it first in the TV series, Superman was always corny. And that's that yeah. was part of its charm. <clears throat> I think there, there was always corny gags in it and he yeah. was um, there was one bit in this that I really really thought went too far yeah and that was the very very last scene where he just saved the earth and whatever yes um, he done a double take to the camera did he right, so he said that to me and I, was like, I haven't got a clue right at the very end he looked straight down the lens but then what I would say with that oh. is and I really really got on my nerves because I watched a different version to you so I'll have to double check see what I would say obviously I posted it to me on the way yeah. up here and I genuinely can't remember it mm. but from like thinking of it more I'm like but what if it's the fact that Superman like Deadpool knows what's going on around it he's <laughs> gone by and that's what I mean it's see not that did, see what I did there it's yeah. not that it's like I know you've been watching me and I know you've been filming me that's the thing like he broke the fourth wall before yeah. breaking the fourth wall was possible or it was just really badly filmed mm. but that's the I'd bit like my, to hope he wouldn't have. that was the bit at the end of my stepfather went well we couldn't do that when he's going around spinning around the earth and he, he, yeah. he, he changed and I'm like well, You've just watched this movie for two hours and you've fully accepted he's got X-ray vision and he can fly. Do you know that wasn't the original ending? That was the ending from Superman 2. Go on, what was the, the original? The, the, the spinning round yeah. the world and reversing the time was supposed to be on 2. Yeah. But they wanted to make sure 1 was such a big success they needed that the they, big ending. they needed the big ending and done it there. Because originally the rockets were just supposed to... He was supposed to fling them out into space. Mm. Right. Um, but no, they put the reverse timing uh, for that. I'm pretty sure if you did spin the world backwards, it still wouldn't change the age or the time of what's happened on Earth. Yeah, because no, all people no. would still so, age the same. It's just that days would he would, go, no, he would have to have got there before the car got hit by the rocks yeah. and went into a crevice. But he turned back time, and the rock slide didn't happen, and the crevice didn't open. And I'm like, well, that's not turning back time; that's altering time. Yeah. Or oh, you're reading too much. <laughs> Which would have made sense if he just chose to alter time. Yeah. If he just done, I don't know, some Superman super shit, mm. the altered timelines mm. to save her at that moment instead of yeah. spinning around the earth to turn it round because everyone would have got dizzy, the poles would have switched and yeah. then people would have drowned in the earth would be water. <laughs> Superman, that's it. We want to fucking destroy earth, arsehole. <laughs> now it's happening. Now gradually it's all started to turn. Anyway, back to the film. Yeah, so when we get to, I don't know, this whole relationship with the Daily Planet, you've got Jimmy Olsen, you've got Lois Lane, you've got, you know, the boss, Perry, whatever his name is. I was going to say Perry Mason then, but he was a detective, no. wasn't he, or a lawyer. Um, it starts gelling a bit, doesn't it? Is it? This is the impression I'm getting from you, from I, you I think, it gels now. I think we both point. found that the film... More or less life. started from there. Yeah. That, that's when okay. it started to get more familiar, more enjoyable, because you know any second he's going to actually put the cape yeah. on. That's the same with Superman. any sort of suit, isn't it? You're waiting for, like like Batman Begins, you're waiting for him to become bloody Batman. Oh, no, right? I love Batman Begins. You like the build-up to that? Yeah, into the mountains and learning See, from the I didn't like Batman Begins, I thought it was shit. But mm. I understand like the reason for it like, and starting that way. And I think it's how you do it. Mm -hmm. Like... 
it didn't show Bruce Wayne as like a, a little kid and how he like he didn't show the intricacies of well this happened that it yeah. kind of just went to yes his parents have died yes then this happened now he's got to try and find him now he's reaching the to Tibet yeah it seems like yeah. with Spider Man it was Uncle Ben sold rice and <laughs> they've got to change that now yeah. they are no they're changing <laughs> yeah, yeah. they have to it's ridiculous but um, <clears throat> yeah but they're all very quick they just say like you kind of just get a feeling for who the person is you don't whereas this all it needed then is just that very start bit of the fact that he's from a different planet he gets sent to Earth yeah. because that, that bit of the even, running even the bit where the family find him that's yeah. fine but you but didn't then, need yeah. the fact that he can boot an American f- a football as it's American. You can boot that football for God knows how far. He can run. That didn't need explaining because you're going Marla to Brando's see... Marlon Brando's already said that at the beginning. Yeah, saying yeah gonna you're going to have abilities like far beyond people on Earth. So you expect that. And the moment you start seeing his reflexes in the alley and like that, because that kind of shows that... Hang on a second, he's just caught that bullet. Yeah. That you, I think you just don't need... It works in some, if it's done properly and with like an actual story. Mm. This just felt like it was showing the kid that was showing off. As I say, I think it's the bigger picture was there's two movies being filmed back to back. Here. Yeah, yeah. And the directorial sort of vision is going to be like this epic four or five hour yeah. spectacle. It can't all be special effects. It can't all be Superman. We've got to have some bit, and and it must have been an hour. Was it an hour that beginning? I'm sure it's about forty five. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the thing is with that is, you can't. And they used to do it a lot back in like the seventies and eighties that they would film one, two, or three films like consecutively. Well, mm. I don't know. Did they? Because I know that yeah, they. Um, it was this um, one and Back to the Future two and three. I remember them doing. Yeah. But I, there was another. I was reading this the other yeah. day, so I can't remember what it was. I'd have to have a look. Mm. But with that, is if you don't, as the Americans saying, hit it out of the park with the first one, mm. who cares about the second? Yeah. yeah. And if you make a film that people are going, I love Superman, and it was good, and it ended, but that start of it's put me off. And you think, you're now not going to see why they started it that way by watching mm. the second. It's like, you shouldn't. I think that's why they don't do it now. They just make a film. It's too much of a gamble. When, yeah. you're, when you're spending £300 million on a movie, where the returns are expected to be a billion nowadays, yeah, yeah, yeah. which they are a billion fucking yeah, dollars. Yeah, that's what um, well, Endgame was. They yeah. made this was made in 1978 for yeah. 55 million dollars, which is fuck all. Marlon Brando back then would have been. Do, do you know the Joker, which we just reviewed yeah. last week, um, was also 55 million dollars yeah. that made a billion at the box was office. it only 55 million yeah. for the joke yeah they didn't have to do much did they no special effects other than no, the scenery it's a drama it's not um, a yeah over a billion at the box office for that which is the most no it's not the most it's the most successful dc isn't it i think yeah well it's, it's the most it. successful character from a dc yeah. yeah it's not the most successful yeah well, um and also i just remembered you know i said they changed the end yeah. Um, because he was supposed to throw the nuclear missiles or whatever out to space and they were supposed to go all the way out to space and to destroy the planet, the prison in which Zog was in. But then there's something else that happens at the beginning of the two where he does throw a missile out and it yeah, does. But that, that's, that's the way it was supposed to end. So, Which would have been a good ending because yeah. that leads you straight into, into two. two. That makes sense. Yeah. But obviously they were safeguarding themselves. In making one film that definitely sold, just in case. Yeah, 
Yeah, just as Paul said about Joker, mm. its budget was 55 million to 70 million. So either way, the fact that it brought in 1.074 billion. 20 times what they paid De Niro for must it. have had a fair chunk of that. Yeah. It's the sixth highest grossing really. film of all time. It's the what, sorry, mate? The sixth. Sixth. Highest grossing film of all time. Crazy, isn't it, when you mm. think about it? And, and these are the sort of movies back in the you know the mid seventies from Jaws onwards, where we had the summer blockbuster phenomenon. Mm. This is what was being pushed: Jaws, yeah. Star Wars, Superman. You know, it was. Then we get to the eighties, we get the Indiana Jones stuff. You know, we had this pattern of a summer blockbuster. But Close was, Encounters. Yeah, and we've just found ET, out that this was yeah. December. This was a Christmas movie in this country, at least. Anyway. Um. Okay, as an age, well. I still enjoyed it. So well, I, I have to say, I didn't hate the film. Yeah. I really didn't have high hopes for it. But, yeah, once it gets going, it's it's a decent Superman story. Cheers. Um, <laughs> um, but the only thing I can say is I, I do agree with Liam is, is Christopher Reeve was the epitome of Superman. Yes. No mm. one since has done the the role any justice okay, come close. and I think that also comes from them trying too hard like DC keep trying you, you can see it as well it's you could have got Henry Cavill was a good actor mm-hmm. he's got the same sort of look he's got he's yeah. a good looking guy that could play that role but it's like they force the issue on you same as what they're doing with Batman it's like you must see they push it in your face and you're like just with Christopher Reeves it's like as you say there was a TV show so then they brought out this film with a kid that nobody knew mm-hmm. and people were like, wow. And for years, I mean, it came out seven years before I was even born. Yeah. And yet Christopher Reeves is my favourite Superman. Mm. And the rest don't even, yeah. there isn't an order. There's just Christopher Reeves. Superman <laughs> 4, was, which is the last one, was filmed in 87. So you, yeah. you still wouldn't have seen that because and you were two. And I think that's the thing with that. And like we were saying um, the other week with Jokers, that you can't, just keep getting superstars to play a role because you're just destroying the role. Yeah, people are growing to hate Superman yeah. and Batman because DC are ruining it. Oh, with I'm yeah. so disappointed with films. some of the stuff that's going on. They're doing it. I've read that they're doing like HBO have now got like their HBO Max TV thing, yeah. and that they might be doing a Ben Affleck Batman TV show. Ooh. Which, <laughs> I mean, Ben Affleck says actually gonna he's actually gonna help apparently write it. Which when he writes things, he ends up doing better in them. Yeah. But at the same point, they're going to be having a Robert Pattinson Batman film. Movie franchise, yeah. And then a Michael Keaton appearing in The Flash. is about, They're just trying to do too much Batman. And eventually people are going, do you know what? We don't want to see it anymore. Yeah, it's, it's, it's rewriting movie history as well, isn't it? I mean, yeah. Superman Returns asks you to forget anything after Superman 2, doesn't it? Yes. Yeah. yeah. Ignore 3 and 4. Brandon Roth comes in as Christopher Reeve. Halloween, Liam, the last Halloween resurrection or whatever it may have been called, I can't remember well, last the most year. recent. Yeah. Yep. Asks Halloween you thing. to ignore anything H2O. after two, doesn't it? Or after one. After it's one. Literally after so one. not even the bit where Laurie Strode goes yep. to the hospital. It's Halloween and then this is technically Halloween two. After nineteen seventy eight. Yeah. yeah. It's just to go on from that years yeah. later. And um, isn't there a new one in the Well they'll make this three yeah. that are coming from the newest one, then a second, yeah. third. But they've had to put it back because of everything that's gone on. It's going to be next, next October now, yeah. which will be the second of the newer ones. 
But they're, they're doing this now, distance. aren't they? Because they were talking about um, there was going to be an alien movie that was going to go back to after Aliens. Yeah. Okay. Where Newt was still alive. And, the only thing yeah, that was, I find like difficult with some of them is with Halloween, I get that you can go forward as many years as they could and just play it as forget two, three, and all. Yeah. Just thinking of Halloween one, they thought they killed him and then he comes back. This is your sequel. What, is what they've done is by going, we're not going to have this as, oh, he always comes back. It's just, it's taken 20, 30, 30 years. For and the now he's. To evolve, yeah. Yeah. And, and you kind of think, okay, ignore the rest. But I think we're going to end up seeing a lot in Hollywood is going back and doing the um, Princess Leia type thing with people that are no longer young anymore, having them in it. And you're like, what you're going to start doing is just destroying Hollywood. Talking of that, Days of Future Past, X-Men. Yeah. Because that came out and that has ruled out X-Men 3 and 2. Well, I no, they didn't. They didn't rule them out. They done it's it. a different or a different timeline. Time yeah. yeah, they don't rule out yeah. um, any of the X Men films. They just do it as an alternate timeline, which that's that's the thing. Marvel have always had alternate universes within mm. the Marvel universe. So that for comic books is actually, especially Marvel, it's more easily yeah. explained. Um, but yeah, I think like that with Alien. I loved the Alien films, like the first lot. Uh, I wasn't. I didn't hate Alien versus Predator. I thought it was quite funny. I, didn't mind yeah, you're it. not a fan, but yeah. Um, but yeah, you can't to keep going back. That'd be like doing a Jaws two, but taking away the other Jaws films, just Jaws one, Jaws two, but having the same characters back in it, but doing the, the CGI, CGI face. Yeah. It'd be like just, just done. No, no, no. Do there one was, forty years later. There was talk on the twenty fifth anniversary of Jaws, which we're going back twenty odd years ago almost yeah. now. Um, where CGI was just coming in. It was just after Jurassic Park or whatever. Yeah. And there was talk of them redoing it with a CGI shark. Taking the original yeah. movie yeah. and redoing the special effect. And thankfully, they didn't yeah, take it. Yeah, that, that would... In that setting, you'd also have to... Especially even 20 years ago, that probably would have just... That would have just destroyed the film. Yeah. So I'm glad they didn't go down that road. Going back to... Um, Highest grossing films. Yeah, cool. Endgame has grossed two point seven nine billion dollars. Wow. So is that still number one, and then it's Avatar? Globally compared to Avatar's two point seven eight nine billion. Yeah. How? But because people watched it. Um, but if you were, if you account for inflation. Yeah, gone with the wind. Yep. Yeah. Endgame would have to make an astounding seven point four billion worldwide to catch up with Gone with the Wind. Because it was re-released about seven times or something as yeah, well, I know. and it was all cinema releases. And it wasn't been, DVDs, obviously. Yeah, it's been know. pulled from all the movie sites now. Um, they now put disclaimers up instead. Ah, right. They're now saying it's of its time. And that's know, and th- this is the yeah. thing that's bugging me with everything that's going on right now. <clears throat> in, in this is a slightly political point, but mainly for films that shit. And, and I had this conversation with a friend in America who's a black guy, and I said to him, "Was like," and he agrees. Shit has happened. You cannot erase it. You can't... There are... People need to understand the history of every country. England isn't a great country. Churchill wasn't a great man. He just done certain things at the right time. America have done some shitty things and still continue to. Change the future. Don't change the past. You can't go and erase a film just because it doesn't suit you now. Mm-hmm. It's, it, it's more upsetting that people now want to erase history. 
Well, you raise that, our kids are going to be given a full sense of history of actually what happened. They need to know. And, and that's the thing. It's like, if, if anything, the people that should be teaching history to any other country should be someone from a different country. Because in England, we get taught how England was fucking amazing. Yeah, it wasn't. You've got to look at it from an outsider's yeah. perspective. Yeah. And this is the thing, America, especially America at the moment, it is fucking disgusting what the police do to black people out there. But things are changing. But you can't turn around and erase yeah. films that are superb for what they don't. Nobody sat and watched Gone with the Wind or Casablanca and sat there and went, Right, I want a black guy in it. <laughs> no, no one cared because yeah. it just hit them. The films are supposed to be emotive. They, you go, you get lost in that moment. People don't care for that, but it's just that now people want to pipe up about TV shows from the past, films, and go, uh, they should never be watched again. Take them off. Put disclaimers on them. They're of their time. Yeah, that's the only way I can describe it. I'd um, understand if they turned around and said in them. We love slavery and we think they should all die. If they <laughs> yeah, said that, saying. take it away. But they're not. None of these films are saying horrible things. It, I think it just becomes to a point you've got to make the future better for younger kids. Don't worry about what the past... The, mm. You can't change that yeah. slavery happened. Mm -hmm. yeah. You can't change that Jewish people were tortured by a fucking idiot. You can't. So you just make the better of it. Mm. As Jewish people have done in life, they've made that, the better of it. That museum had the best idea. You know, it was in Bristol, I think, where the slave trader's statue was thrown into mm. the dock. Yeah. Yeah. So what they've done, uh, they've fished out the dock, yeah. they've put it in a museum, and then they've got current sort of literature from the Black Lives Matters movement and all yeah. this lot, and saying, this is now in a museum because of this. Yeah. 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 This is it's what still happened. Part, it's still yeah. part of our history now. Yeah. This happened <clears> 200 years ago. Yeah. These guys are now saying, oh, boom, boom. and we're reflecting this as a yep. museum and we're reflecting history. It's like we had the, I had the conversation with someone um, at work the other day, well, the other week, sorry, about um, the whole Churchill thing. And I said to him, it's like, <coughs> just from my point of view, from my family's point of view, I don't like the man. I don't think what he'd done was the war thing, fine. But as a person, if you actually read stuff, he wasn't mm. a nice man. <laughs> and what he'd done to the Irish, mm. like with yep. the black and tans. Yep. And it's like my, as I, only found out a few years ago, one of my ancient, ancient relatives, mm -hmm. um, Daniel Breen, was an IRA founder back when they didn't want England to take the country. Yes. But I was never taught that because why would I, as an English person, be taught that we may have done some naughty things? Yeah. <laughs> and I think we did. We got yeah. Every country has a British flag on it. Yeah. It's because we took them. <laughs> yeah. yeah, they didn't go, oh, I want to be British. Yeah. <laughs> and that's the thing. I think if you teach real history, people will understand and they won't want to go back and erase it they'll just understand it. And yeah. that also includes music and films. Mm -hmm. And films have a huge part in people's lives, especially, because uh, I see your picture of Casablanca over there, mm -hmm. Casablanca Gone With The Wind, um, To Kill A Mockingbird, Fil films like that, which, I mean, To Kill A Mockingbird is one of my favourite films. But if you use a term and go, let's take these away because they upset some people, but then take away every film because, I'm sorry, every Batman film is pissing me off. Take them away because it's offended me. You can't just take it away because it offends some people. Yeah. It's either in, yeah. it was it's done. And move as on. you've said, put a warning on it, saying this contains. It, they always say contains sexual scenes or this is what they do. Just say this contains racist scenes. Yeah. This uh, what it says it contains attitudes and something or other that were reflective of the time that yeah. may not be pertinent. Django Unchained. You're going to tell me you're not allowed to show that now. Look at films like N.W.A. Um, Straight Outta Compton. Mm. N.W.A. It's, it's a biopic, I get, but is there a warning that says they're going to be using racial language? Mm. 
There isn't, and there won't be, because they're not using racial language because they are of that race and yeah. they are saying it. But to anyone watching it, it's racial language. Yeah. So where do you say, yes, you can, no, you can't? It's I've never seen a film where, and as this is a Tottenham fan where we refer to ourselves as Yids, I've never seen a um, a war epic that they start turning around and calling themselves Yids or anything themselves. <laughs> they, because <laughs> you don't. And it's I'm not saying they should stop calling themselves that, but... When you go to the point where everything has to have warnings on it now, like films and... Well, it's the whole snowflake thing, is it? It like is. people that delicate now? That, I, I think Ricky Gervais said it best. Things will be better. when Humans will be intelligent enough when you can take the fucking label off a bleach bottle that says do not drink. Yeah. Because if you still need that on there, then you're going to need labels on everything. Yes. But until people just start using their own brain to go... Do you know what? I don't like this film. It's offending me. I'm going to... Do if you're on Twitter or if you're on Instagram, don't like that, you scroll past. Yeah. Just don't watch it. Just don't watch it's it. It's not for you. It's not... And if it's hurtful, American History X. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Good. Very graphic film, very racist film, mm-hmm. but that shit actually happens. Well, it's not a racist film. It's depicting yeah. racism. Yeah. yeah. It's not a racist... Yeah, yeah. That's what I mean. Yeah, it's not made to be yeah. racist, yeah. but yeah. what's it happening? Yeah. But yeah, you wouldn't say, delete that film now. No. Because it's the same as having 12 years a slave. It's One reflecting is, a piece of history. Yeah, and that's and, how some people And if you are. say to the next generation, no, you can't watch that film, are we saying that didn't happen? Yeah. That's the danger. And that's the thing, That's exactly what I said to my friend in America, that you can't... And he did say the same thing. He went, I don't want people to erase what's happened. No. I just want people to go, to let's celebrate what's happening in the future. Let's, instead of... Give people the choice. Give people yeah. the choice. It's, it's out there if you want to watch it. Yeah. Song of the South, you can find a copy online if you really want yeah. to see it. And, and that's the thing. It's, instead of worrying that somebody might get upset or someone's kid might get upset because they saw a film, let them find it their own way. It's no different than finding religion. Religion can upset so many different people. Let them watch films that can open their mind to make... Uh, before this, doing this podcast, I never used to watch fucking black and white old films. No, you didn't. Not at all. To Kill a Mockingbird is a superb film. And I've read the book. Blimey. I've read, I've read a lot now, Scott. I read a book in less than a week the other week. Normally you used to colour them yeah. in. Yeah. <laughs> Outside of the lines and everything. But that's a, it's, you find your own way, didn't you? you? That's what you should do with films. Is Don't take it so seriously. Just watch. If you want to watch it, watch it. If you don't, watch fucking... What's her name? That shit film. That shit film. What's that Mildred shit film? Mildred Pierce. That great film, yes. I went to call her Maggie Pierce. That's how shit it is. <laughs> Sit there and watch that, and then I'm sure everyone will be like, Do you know what? I don't care what stickers on the label anymore, just I'll watch it. <laughs> Anything of the Mildred Bears. Right, so, where get... did we get to this? From I Superman? don't know. Let's go back to Superman, Jimmy. <laughs> right. You know, I said other people were up for the role. Yes. Producers' choices were Muhammad Ali, a Superman. Would, yeah. Al Pacino, James Kahn. Steve McQueen, Clint no. Eastwood. Steve McQueen is Superman. And Dustin Hoffman. Oh, brilliant. As a tomato. <laughs> Dustin Hoffman is Superman. Dustin, oh, bless him. Dustin Hoffman actually turned down the role of Lex Luthor. Mr. Luthor. Hey, Mr. Luthor. The deadbeat is brilliant in this, by the way. You know what I mean? Right. And so um, people in negotiations to direct were Francis Ford Coppola. Yes. Uh, Richard Lester, Peter Yates, John Grillian, Ronald Neen, Sam Peckinpah. Brilliant. Bloodland right. everywhere. Slow motion. Peckinpah dropped out when he produced a gun during a meeting. That's Sam Peckinpah all over. Yeah. <laughs> but the thing is, there's this whole Richard Donner thing anyway. If you look into this, you know, there's the director's cut 
Well, I watched the TV cut, which was three hours. Look at love. It's brilliant. Yeah. Mm. Um, but then there's also, you know, there's different versions of... Yeah. There's the Donner cut, they call it, and stuff like that. Um, I only watched it because I hadn't seen it before. Basically, what happened, when he got his TV premiere in 81 or whatever it may have been, US TV channel, whatever it was, NBC or whatever it was on, did it over two nights. Oh, okay. They made and there's an extra forty minutes in what I watched the other night. You two, look at your faces. <laughs> of the actual film, and not the shit start. Oh God. There's it's, it's spread throughout. There's a lot of the actual Smallville stuff. There's extra oh. bits in there. You'd have gone mental. You'd have hated it, the pair of you, because there's there is a lot more of Marlon Brando. There's a lot more of Smallville, and not so much of the second bit. Brando, he was saying about how much he got. Yeah, paid. go on. Is it, I can't remember. Right. Got millions. But... So he signed on. For a salary of three point seven million dollars. Back then, yeah. And eleven and three quarter percent of the box that office. That was it. It was the percentages. So it? he got in total nineteen million dollars from doing that. He didn't even fucking act. He was in it for a five minutes. Right? He stood there and just done what he does in everything. Just. Nineteen million. Ninety million for that. Mm-hmm. Fuck off. But that was the thing. It was just it's this event movie. I keep saying it was an event movie. I'd love to be able to go back in time and say, you know, just don't do that because he's not actually as good as you're thinking for this role. Yeah. Save you nineteen million and just pay one million to an average Joe to do it because yeah. there's also a gamble he's taking there as a percentage when you think about it. Mm. Who was it that took the percentage on the merchandise of Star Wars and made a billions out of it? Yeah. There was something. Yeah. It was. It wasn't. Was it Alec Guinness or somebody? Yeah, took a very small pay. So, and they said, "But of... we can give you a little bit of the merchandise money, or right, I'll give give you one percent, and look how much the Star Wars merchandise I mean, yeah, exploded." It somebody. It might even have been George Lucas. It might have been George Lucas mm. himself, mate, that had this deal that he said to Fox or whatever. Do you know what? Just give me one percent of the the merchandising. How Star Wars producers screwed Alec. Guinness out of millions. Oh, he might have been actually done out of it then, okay. But yeah. It might have been George Lucas himself. He, demand, he demanded points instead of salary. Yeah, Alec Guinness, 1977, demanded points instead of salary mm-hmm. on Star Wars. Yeah. Um, it's weird, though, because in 2019 it says he chose wisely, but in 2020 it says that they, they screwed him over. I don't know how many yeah. years he could have made millions and then... I, I mean, yeah. I think it's George Lucas because it's the first real sort of case like, of a movie having this proper sort of merchandising plan. I mean, Alex Guinness, agent at the time, struck a deal in which Guinness would receive 2% of all gross royalties paid to George Lucas. <laughs> Lucas's deal was that he would forego his directing fee in exchange for a fifth of the box office gross. Yep. Star Wars would eventually gross more than $750 million worldwide. And so how much did this brilliant manoeuvre put into Sir Alex Bank? Apparently, Sir Alex and his estate have earned more than $95 million from Star Wars. <laughs> and he won't in it that long. No. <laughs> but that's the thing. There's, there's smart moves to do because, obviously, he's not going to know how well Star Wars Oh, it was a done. B-movie, wasn't it, at the yeah. time? You know, he was just... Yeah. It just so happened that the whole cult classics mm-hmm. at that time became something bigger than a cult classic. Nobody knew. Nobody no. knew the success of Star Wars was going to be. No, but did you never hear just talking to Marlon Brando about that thing of um, was it the last Tango in Paris? That's the one about the rape scene you're on about, is it? Yeah, right. where um, even the director said that they Bernardo Bertolucci, I yeah, believe, had yes. said that the woman knew nothing about it because it was supposed to be a rape scene. She knew nothing about it, but Marlon Brando actually knew 
he was going to be raping her. Yeah. But she didn't know that was even going to happen at all. It's the same with the batter, um, isn't it? That's it, yeah. Mm. And that he had, in an interview or something, he had said how he had enjoyed making the scene. But that, that was years ago that he had said that. Mm. But it come out in the last few years that it actually was a, an, an actual rape scene. And the director had said, Marlon knew what he was going to do, but the woman didn't. Cause they well, he physically be, raped her. That, yeah, because she didn't know it was going to happen. They wanted to be an authentic rape by actually raping her. And she apparently she had fucking years of drug abuse and afterwards because of what happened. It's Maria, not Shell, Maria Schneider? Maria Sharapova? Uh, I typed to Maria S and come up Sharapova straight away. <laughs> My phone's listening. Yeah. Shriver is the next name. No, no, no. It's, it's so like Schneider or something like that, I think. Oh, that's His last thing in Paris, but not about Luchin. Yeah, but from um, what had happened, just saying Scott, um, I think it was about three, four years ago, it came out that Marlon Brando and that had actually known mm. that he was going to be raping the woman. She had no consent to it because they wanted an authentic rape scene. That's And disgusting. it's the sort of thing, ever since reading that and reading, again, I know anyone can manipulate anything, but you never know, it's Hollywood, fucking look what's gone on. Yeah. That you just start looking at it. Ever since reading it and reading the quotes from Marlon Brando at the time, and I was like, you're a piece of shit. And I can't, if I see him in anything, I'm like, you're shit at acting as well. <laughs> I just instantly see him, I'm like, you're shit, you're shit. I hate you. Yeah. It just feels like when, it's horrible, it's the same thing, I suppose, if fucking Gary Glitter, or if it comes on screen, you should be like, scum. Mm. And, and it, it's, as soon as I saw that being Superman, I was like, you ain't fucking needed on earth, ever. <laughs> it's just abuse of power at the time, like everything that's happened. Yeah, yeah, there's a lot that Prince went Andrew on back and, in the day. Oh, although I know, just speaking off the podcast, but if you ever watched that um, Tiger King, no, not yet. Well, you, you must have heard about Carol mm, Baskin. Yeah. Well, she's doing this thing where you can send her a message and she will wish people happy birthday, mm-hmm. and it's on YouTube where she um, wishes Rolf Harris a happy birthday from all the kids that he's touched. <laughs> And somebody, she doesn't know, but she had to do another video saying, like, I'm sorry, because she didn't know who Rolf Harris was and that he'd actually touched kids. She says, from all the kids that you've touched. And, and honestly, so creepy. Brilliant. You're like, oh, she doesn't know what she's doing. Brilliant. <laughs> Some sick English fucker. Has, yep, and that's oh, what it is. Yep. Yeah. And they probably paid for that, but that's Well, they did. I think it. it was like you pay her something like 40 or $50 and she wow. reads you a special message. So this is now on YouTube of her... All heartfelt going, Thank you, Rolf happy Harris birthday, Rolf Harris, from all the kids. That, oh, and she even mentions um, him and his friend, Jimmy Seville, Jimmy Seville. that have touched a kid. You're like, oh, you do not know what oh, you're doing, woman. Brilliant. Brilliant thought for someone to do that, knowing that they wouldn't know. Yeah. So in summary, Superman. I still love Superman. I still I love that Superman. Mm-hmm. Mm. Despite, you know, reservations about the beginning. Take away Smallville, the film's... For me, it has aged, it hasn't aged as well as my brain remembers it, mm-hmm. but it's still it's Christopher still a great film, yeah. Mm. Paul, because you was really doubtful about it, yeah. Movies. Um, similar to Liam, get rid of the first bit, and it just reminds me of growing up watching the TV show, it's that kind of Superman, mm-hmm. and it's that kind of story, really, yeah. Um yeah, he's just cool uh, as fuck, though, isn't he? Yeah. Christopher Superman is cool <laughs> as fuck, and, and plays and I hate clumsy DC. Clark Kent quite well. He does. He's yeah. just it, it, so I was just thinking of the bit where he, he wants to tell Lois that he is Superman, yeah, and yeah. He, he stops his hunch and he's like, Lois, and he's like, nothing, <laughs> <laughs> and it's just you think just like 
he does it so well. And yeah. he would eat, as you say, he could easily, if he was that age, because he was in his 20s, I think, when um, he'd done that. Mm. But if he was to put him now into like Marvel stuff, he'd be a superb a superb superhero in the Marvel Universe oh, so. that would have become a household name. Yeah. Um, which I'm not saying he's not anymore, but unfortunately as years go on, because they're always going to rehash Superman, gradually Christopher it's Reeve's really name's going to disappear. Yeah, Unless parents play it, it's gradually just going to be the forgotten Superman. Or it'll become a thing of ridicule or yeah. something because as time goes by and CGI gets better, it's yeah. going to be like, you mean you watch this as a kid? You know, yeah. you're going to get that sort of attitude, you know? And it should, Which is a shame. It does. It yeah. then just takes away... It will kill... And I remember hearing this in a song that like people die twice, as in you die when you actually go and then when the last time someone says your name... That was, it's the last um, time someone remembers you. Yeah, and I think... Christopher Reeves hasn't got long left, other than comic book fans, super Superman fans, and film podcasts. Yeah, as we said, I just think it's a shame that his name will die out, other than people that want to make jokes about mm. him. Yeah, yeah. And it's like I know there's tragedy. It's a bloody tragedy. What yeah, fell off horse, didn't it? Yeah, it was. Yeah, a question horse thing, wasn't accident. It? Yeah. yeah, and. All right, it's, it's, there's a, have you seen Somewhere in Time, the romance thing with Jane Seymour that he did? I think I, I know I've seen another film with him in. But the I only thing I've seen with him in was Michael Caine. Death Trap. Yeah, where he's gay. They're lovers. Michael yeah. Caine and, and Christopher Reeve are lovers. Yeah. Brilliant film. You can yeah. see that. <laughs> um, yeah, he did quite a few bits and pieces, but it's, he's always going to be remembered for this. Yeah. Um, that, that's why... When, when casting for certain films, you go with unknowns mm. because that is why you can go through any Marvel character now and you turn around and name them. Oh, that's what they're for. That's mm. what they've done. He's Iron Man. Oh, he's Thor. He's Captain America. Chris Reeves is always going to be Superman. Yeah. And it's just a shame that them films aren't going to last the test of time. Kids won't ever see them. Mm. because they're not in the... They're not shown on TV anymore. No, they? and they're yeah. not in the Gone with the Wind category of like so old that they're ultimate classics. They are... They're lost. It's that mid, yeah, it's like there's this grey area of films that just float in the ether. Well, you've mm. got... Put it this way then. Say, for example, mid-70s going up to this, you know, you've got your blockbusters like Jaws and Star Wars. This one falls in about 1978, and you said there's this bubble or whatever... Then you get Indiana Jones in the yeah. early eighties or whatever. Perhaps there is this little lost. Yeah, that's what I mean. I think there's Flash films Golden that just nineteen eighty. Yeah. You know, yeah. There are films was... that just sit in the ether that just and money thrown at them. Yeah, mm. big stars like Flash Gordon had Max von Sydow in it, and Christopher. Um, um, what's his name? Dalton. Um, Bond. Timothy. Timothy Dalton. Tim- Christopher Dalton. Christopher Dalton. Yeah, he's Timothy Dalton's brother. Oh, right, cool. Um, that sort of thing. You know, like yeah. you say, these big summer movies or whatever they may have been. There might have been this two or three year period that... I think there is, and I think it happens every so often that you just get films that are huge, they think they're going to be remembered forever, and then you have like five, ten years later another lot of films that can be amazing. You're like, what happened in the middle? Where where did they go? Then also, if you've got this period at the beginning of Jaws, Star Wars, Superman, you then get Jaws 2, Empire Strikes Back, Superman. Mm. You get this period of sequels around about that time. Yeah, when there used to be a decent amount of time between sequels. At least a couple of years. I mean, Superman Not like, 2... Oh, next yeah. next year, straight away. <laughs> yeah, but then Superman 2 is going to cut out 
the whole Smallville thing, the origin story, it's going to go straight into the action. Yeah, it yeah. does, if I remember right, there's this really funny opening scene. See, I can't remember. I know I've seen mm. Superman 2. I've seen them all, but I, I know I don't like the one with the four that come down from... That's two. Is it two? Yeah. <laughs> That's the three of them that come down as well. <laughs> I've seen them all. I've seen them all. <laughs> I don't, I don't, know, I don't know which one they are. See, two is brilliant. Two is really good. I can't remember anything about two. Three is the one with Richard Pryor. Yeah. Got Richard Pryor was in yeah. Superman. Yeah. I and love it, Richard Pryor. Maybe it's the robot woman because mm. he's the computer whiz. Brilliant. Oh no, I do remember With Robert Vaughn is the bad guy. Yeah. Yeah. Fucking hell, I've got Richard Pryor. And Four's the really awful one. I didn't Four, even know there was Four. Four's the awful one with Nuclear Man or whatever he is or something. It's really shit. It's, it's like a real ecological mm. like, sort of thing. But it's a shame two, certain films are victims yeah. to their times. Yeah. Because they've got ideas that. You, you just think to yourself, if, if any of them directors, producers, anyone that worked at it was alive now, and just can look back and go, I wish we'd been born 30 years <laughs> yeah. later. Because you just think all the ideas they had, thinking, how could we make him fly on a bit? How could we make this happen? Yeah. And you watch like Avengers now, and you're like, that's how you do it. Mm-hmm. And it is shit, because there's so many amazing films that, even if you look at like all the original Star Wars, Jaws, all of them films, if they were just made now as fresh films that no one had ever heard of, mm. you think how much bigger or... I mean, they're, yeah. they're big films, obviously, but... Hollywood's running out of ideas. We know that. Badly. Oh, yeah, they're doing a lot of remakes, remakes or rehashes. reimaginings. And, like. and I don't get why. And especially with Disney, oh, we had a cartoon of it 50 years ago. We'll make a live-action one of it. Like, Worst thing Word for ever. word. Oh, not necessarily. They're rewriting it, aren't they, for the Snowflake generation? Well, that's a Dumbo, as you mentioned well, earlier. Yeah, but the crows um, aren't Lion, in it Lion King was Lion word, King was for word. word for word, scene for scene. Yeah, yeah. just done. Um, Beauty and the Beast, they said, was more or less yeah. word There's for word. There's some extra bits in that. It's quite yeah. good, actually, the live action. Do you know what made me laugh? Because at work, Claire said to me, she was like, but it makes sense for the kids of like today. I went, yeah, because I was alive when Snow White, Snow White first came out. Yeah. yeah. I was like, so for what, 70 odd years, these films have been. Doing well, and all of a sudden, kids yeah. that love cartoons need to see a live action. The thing about the cartoons is they don't age. No. Yeah. The only people it's good for is the Walt Disney Corporation. That's exactly. They get another seventy million, whatever it might, seven hundred million in the bank. But I think they end up by I think, remaking it. I think it was either um, Lion King or Aladdin that they lost money. Well, it was a bit Aladdin. Aladdin. The only ones out of that crop that I liked, the Jungle Book one weren't too bad. I'll say Jungle Book wasn't too bad. I was just annoyed watching it. It's like I go into it going, I'm going to watch this. Yeah. <laughs> the Peach Dragon one, because they did it a little bit differently. They've done Peach Dragon? Yeah, so... they've done it a little bit See, differently. Was that Lord of the Rings? <laughs> See, Peach Dragon was, wasn't exactly a... An A-list one of the old no, Disney movies, no. so it's a surprising I've seen them one. I do um, Toy Story in live action. Imagine that, yeah. Disney with Pixar, with actual Tom Hanks and Tim <laughs> Allen. Uh, <laughs> running around, I'm like, this is good. But that Dumbo one was crap. Yeah. The thing is, what I would love to see is if they remade them as the original stories were told. Like the Brothers Grimm stuff, not oh, yeah, not yeah. Disney taking not the happy endings. Isn't the Cinderella the original story? The sisters the cut off their sisters feet, cut their toes. Didn't yep, they? Yeah, literally yeah, to exactly. fit in the slipper, and the slipper fills up with blood. Yeah, and you're yeah. like, make that. Let all these little girls know this is what can happen if you but really want to be a princess. And it wasn't a glass slipper; it was a fur yeah, slipper yeah, a fur or something, slipper. wasn't it? Look at us knowing our knowledge of old. What's up, mate? Classic fairy tales. So 
Superman, general consensus, it still ain't too bad. Yeah, it's watchable. It's, it's, yeah. Um, I've seen films at that time that are fucking yeah. shit. I've seen films later on yeah. that are worse. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, let's leave it at that. We'll take a break. We'll be back after this. And now, preview time. When it comes to entertainment, you can't beat a good film. So let's take a look at what's coming your way. Okay, guys, so that was Superman, 1978. I think we all enjoyed that by the sound of it. Normally, I'd hand over to Paul now to, you know, choose what the next movie is. But we've sort of worked out, you know, going from two reviewers back to three. It's all gone out of sync a bit. So next time we meet up, which will be in about five minutes, (laughs) if, if we were to peek behind the curtain, we're going to be reviewing Airplane from 1980. I think we're all looking forward to. Surely you can't be serious. I can. It's a hospital. <laughs> See, I ruined the punchline. Um, <laughs> Liam, oh, is, Liam is not looking forward to us reviewing Airplane because it's going to be dead jokes all around. My choice for you two next time we meet up 1995. Wow. Which is a new movie for me. Look at the shock on Paul's face. Godzilla. Action, movie, drama, science fiction element to it. Oh. Directed by Terry Gilliam. Yeah. It's not Jabberwocky, is it? Oh. Starring Bruce Willis it's and Brad element. Pitt. It's not Fifth Element. No, not Fifth Element. Uh, um... The year 2035, convict James Cole yeah. and volunteers to be Seven? sent back in no. time to discover the origin of a I deadly virus element. that wiped out all of Earth's population. Forced Twelve monkeys? Twelve That's monkeys. It, yeah. Have you seen it? Yeah. Again, he doesn't like it. I don't know if he likes it I just it said yeah. It's just the way you say yeah. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah, I've seen it. I just can't read him anymore, Liam. I just can't read him anymore. Oh, this podcast isn't to please you. Fuck you. Right. I haven't said a fucking word. So 12 Monkeys will be my choice next time. Liam's choice next time, Cast Away. The next time we're together, it's going to be Airplane. Liam, Paul, thank you very much, guys. Thank you. Thank you. See you later. Ta-da. The management of this theater suggests that for the greater entertainment of your friends who have not yet seen the picture, you will not divulge to anyone the secret of the ending. Bastard arms! That infernal jamboree is worse than two cats on a fence! You dudes get lost now, you hear? Good night, ladies! Good night, sir! When you fail down, try positive thinking. That's what I told the man said. Don't wear a frown. Try positive thinking. Laugh at your troubles instead. You've got to look on the bright side. On hope so much depends. With your confidence sinking. 
positive thinking helps you on the way, my friend. When things look black, try positive thinking. Treat every season as spring. No glancing back, try positive thinking. Trust what tomorrow may bring. This crazy world that we live in will keep on spinning round. But with good, strong, positive thinking, we'll get together and life won't let us down. Shut up, you ugly bitch. Oh, shut up, we enjoy it.